1: so happy to take this breath and join with you today i feel so blessed so so very blessed coming to you live from salisbury england i am uh, just riding a wave of a spiritual glow from our spiritual counseling training intensive which we finished the other day and also the um sacred sites tour which was a lot of fun so we've just been having a great time people from uh, i guess we could say three different continents u.s australia and a couple of countries in europe really nice to be able to hit the road together and do the deep work together now i get to go within and do the deep work with you so let's begin with a prayer Taking that breath of love and gratitude, we open our heart, we open our mind to the very highest possibility of love. We're saying yes to infinite love, intelligence, guiding us, liberating us. We are grateful and thankful to join together for a higher holy purpose, so we consciously connect and commune with the higher Holy Spirit self. We are grateful and thankful to let go of all belief in lack and limitation. We are grateful and thankful to let go of any thought that there is something wrong with us, that we don't have what it takes. We're grateful and thankful to open our hearts and minds to an unprecedented flow of healing goodness. We are consciously attuning our minds to our liberation. We're choosing it. We're opening our intuition so that we can feel and see and sense and know and hear divine guidance and inspiration. We're letting go of all ego attachment to trying to figure things out, trying to understand them and make sense of them. And we're allowing ourselves instead to stand in the light of truth and just simply love ourselves free and open our mind, our heart, to a higher inspiration. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we allow our healing to be. We let it simply be. We know that it's done, and so it is. Amen. 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 (laughs) Yes. What a blessing! Holy moly! (laughs) I'm feeling good. I can, from where I am right now, I can see the tower of the Salisbury Cathedral, which is one of my favorite sites. And I've been able to walk around in the landscape and drive through the towns and go to Stonehenge and do all my favorite things, really. Just, oh, I love it here have it here by the way I'm just going to make a little personal plug here if you live in the UK I'm selling my car so you can contact me if you're interested um, it's uh, I'll just put it out there because it's such a great deal and I'd rather sell it to somebody who could really use a great deal rather than sell it to um, a car place so it's 600 pounds it's a Ford Focus it's a 2002 it's an excellent shape has 122,000 miles uh it's i've taken really good care of it and uh it was um completely warranted. it's just gone out of the warranty uh but it's all good and um i'm happy to sell it on a payment plan i just would love to transfer it to someone who can really use a great inexpensive really great car 40 miles to the gallon can't beat that it's so good I love this car. Anyway, onward and upward. Thank you for indulging me, allowing me to (laughs) do that. Ah, yes. Okay, okie dokie. So our topic this week is about psychic powers. I've never done that. But you know what? In the Manual for Teachers, Chapter 25, it's entitled, Are Psychic Powers desirable are they desirable so let's let's get in and see what it says here now i think it's really valuable to start i'm going to start with the last paragraph and we'll work our way back to the beginning so it's manual for teachers chapter 25 and there's some key ego healing stuff in here so we're going to we're going to get to that but it starts with Talking about psychic powers or intuition as an ability. And it says here any ability that anyone develops has the potentiality for good. To this, there is no exception. And the more unusual and unexpected the power, the greater its potential usefulness. Salvation has need of all abilities. Salvation, our salvation, our waking up, has need of all abilities. So developing all of our abilities is helpful. Four, salvation has need of all abilities for what the world would destroy, the Holy Spirit would restore. So the Holy Spirit will restore our mind. I think we already know this, and looking at it in terms of our intuition, our psychic powers, the Holy Spirit will restore that as well. It says psychic, and again it's in quotes here, psychic. Psychic abilities have been used to call upon the devil. Whoa! Which merely means to strengthen the ego. So it's possible to strengthen the ego... By developing psychic powers, using psychic powers. And i got to tell you, I have seen that to be true. I've definitely experienced people who were, um, in the moment, deluded. Uh, And definitely had psychic powers and were using them, I wouldn't say for the devil, but certainly not for the purpose of bringing forth more love into the world. They were doing it to make money, to deceive people, and, uh, yep, I've seen that happen. So, it says, now, here's, I'm just going to say as a side, because it just popped into my mind as soon as I said that. What about using your psychic abilities to make money? Well, we could use our singing abilities to make money. We can use our artistic abilities to make money. Why couldn't we use our psychic abilities to use money? Nothing wrong with using our, our abilities to make money. It's really about what, what is our intention around it. So think of someone who is using their creative talents to make money. I certainly use my talents to make money. I do. I use all my talents when I'm teaching classes, when I'm designing websites or co-designing them, uh, looking over that, all these different things that I do as part of the, the ministry. I'm using all my talents, believe me. My writing talents, my vocal talents, my thinking talents, my creative talents, my imagination talents. I'm using all of them. Am I doing it for money? No, I am not. I am not interested in doing things for money. I made that decision a long time ago. And I, uh, it was probably about 11 years ago, actually, 11, 12 years ago, that I made a decision that I was going to stop working for money and work only for love. And that was a huge turning point, not just in my experience of the quality of my life, but it was a huge turning point in my abundance. Because I began to really move into this place of everything I give, I give to God. Everything I receive, I receive from God. Therefore, I don't need to keep score anymore. And if I give and give and give and give to someone, because that's what I'm directed to do, I am not expecting or anticipating anything in return from that one person. I'm giving to God. God is giving to me, and it's always in a perfect flow, a perfect flow of love. So it was such a huge relief for me to stop keeping score. And to stop giving and receiving, thinking that there were attachments to everything, being able to sever the ties of attachments was really, really liberating for me. So now I give where I feel called to give, and I receive where I feel spirit is giving to me, and that's how i do it and that's how it stays harmonious and peaceful and i don't feel worried about overgiving and i have no concerns about whether or not someone's going to give back to me because they'll give back to god as they feel moved and for me it's about me giving to god where i feel moved and since we're all part of the life of god whenever i give i give to god whenever i receive i receive from god cuz there's no other place to give to, and there's no other place to receive from. So the score is always love, love. <laughs> I love that. Makes it so much easier. Takes the ego right the heck out of it. Thank you, God. So we can use our intuitive abilities to make money. There's no problem with that. But are we doing it just to make money? So I use my intuition. Doing the radio show, radio show, it doesn't earn any money. We don't have uh, all the commercials are for the unity uh, things. And uh, while I do let you know and give you reminders of events and opportunities and things, um, there is no income derived from the show. It's completely supported by listener donations. So I'm doing the radio show uh, as a or the Power of Love Ministry is offering the radio show as a gift. And if people like to support it and make a donation or tithe or contribution, set up a monthly contribution, something like that, get a tax deduction, all that's all good. But we're going to do the radio show anyway, mm-hmm. whether any money comes forward or not. Yes. And by the way, we are uh, definitely working, working, working to get the radio shows transcribed. And uh, I'm really hoping that by the end of the month—I think it definitely by the end of the month—we'll uh, be able to uh, post quite a number of them on uh, the website. JenniferHadley.com, LivingACourseInMiracles.com, both websites, you'll be able to find those transcripts and download them for free. So we have a commitment to download, uh, rather to transcribe all of the radio shows. And um, part of that is because so many people have told me they really appreciate the transcripts. Uh, Another part of it is that people uh, who do not have English as a first language, then that really helps them. Also, one of the things that we're looking to do uh, is to transfer all the radio show audios to YouTube and post them at YouTube with closed captioning so that People, for instance, who uh, certainly for the deaf, that's another thing, that the transcripts uh, help the folks who are hard of hearing or deaf, hearing impaired. um, And uh, the videos can do that as well. And so with the videos and the closed captioning, which we need to have it transcribed before we can put it up with closed captioning, then what happens is uh, we're able to... um, Uh, offer that for people who are, for whom English is a second language or there's uh, hearing impairment. So yay! Yay for that just as an aside. Okay, so back to psychic powers. Psychic abilities have been used to call upon the devil which merely means to strengthen the ego. Yet, here is also a great channel of hope and healing in the Holy Spirit's service. Those who have developed psychic powers have simply let some of the limitations they laid upon their minds be lifted. It can be but further limitations they lay upon themselves if they utilize their increased freedom for greater imprisonment. So if we use our psychic powers, our intuition, for the ego, then we're going to be increasing our sense of limitations, decreasing our sense of freedom, further imprisoning ourselves. It says, the Holy Spirit needs these gifts. And those who offer them to the Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit alone go with Christ's gratitude upon their hearts. And the Holy Spirit's holy sight not far behind. Oh, my heart just opens so much reading that. Whoop. Yes. So, with all of our gifts and talents, what we can do is we can make a holy offering of all our gifts and talents. And say, there's a beautiful song that uh, Michael Beckwith and Ricky Byers Beckwith wrote called Use Me. Use me, oh God, you know, use my gifts and my talents. It's a beautiful song. It's very popular in unity churches. And it's um, that offering my gifts and talents for the use of spirit. May it all be shared. Hmm. So, Chapter 25 in the Manual for Teachers is Are Psychic Powers Desirable? And it begins with the answer to this question, is much like the preceding one. There are, of course, no unnatural powers, and it is obviously merely, merely an appeal to magic to make up a power that does not exist. It is equally obvious, however, that each individual has many abilities of which he is unaware. As his awareness increases, he may well develop abilities that seem quite startling to him, yet nothing he can do can compare even in the slightest with the glorious surprise of remembering who he is. Let all his learning and all his efforts be directed toward this one great final surprise. So in my own experience of developing my intuition what I've seen is that the more I clear the clutter emotional clutter mental clutter from myness then the more my mind is clear and able to see and hear and know and feel the truth and uh, I see this for other people as well. And I have to say, sometimes it's quite startling how clear my mind is and how clearly I can perceive what's going on. Uh, and all kinds of insight and information that... I normally would never have had access to. But because I'm clearing the clutter, I have room to know the truth and to perceive more clearly. And so my intuition has just skyrocketed. Now, one of the things I've come to understand just through my own experience and knowing is that. We do live in a multidimensional universe. So the world of form is a multidimensional universe. And uh, while we're experiencing our multidimensionality and the world of form, one of the things that we can notice is that we have uh, the world that we can see and touch and smell and taste. That's our 3D experience. You could call it a reality, but Course in Miracles calls it the illusion. And uh, in that 3D experience, um, it seems very real, and it uh, does not seem like an illusion most of the time to us. Now, in my own experience, I've learned that the fourth dimension is, is the world of thought, and that's where uh, psychics are genuinely, gen- re- generally reading from, from the fourth dimension. And the fifth dimension is when we can see beyond time and space to what is actually true. So that's the thing that A Course in Miracles tells us, is that, and we were talking about this last week, that... <clears throat> until our mind opens to that fifth dimensional reality. And of course, Miracles does not talk about fifth dimension or fourth dimension. But for me, it's helpful to use these terms to comprehend it better. But when our mind is open, when we have truly accepted the atonement for ourselves, then we're going to see beyond time and space with a fifth dimensional awareness. We can see beyond time and space And then we can know what everything is for. But until then, we do not have the point of view from which to discern what everything is for. And so why judge anything until you really know what it's for? And since until we accept the atonement fully for ourselves, we won't know what anything is for. It's helpful to just stay in that place of... I don't know what anything is for, so I don't need to judge it. I don't need to label it. So as our mind is opening, we kind of dip in and out of fifth dimension, and that's what I find for myself. Sometimes I seem to be caught, snagged, snared, a little bit stuck in density, or a lot stuck in density sometimes. And um, more and more, I'm finding myself Aware it's an illusion, uh, aware of where the opinions and the judgments are, where the truth is in my own awareness. So as our awareness increases, we may well develop abilities that are quite startling. And that's one of the things that I have found is sometimes my intuition is so clear and so accurate at discerning things that I have no other way of knowing It's quite amazing. At the same time, uh, unless I'm just using that to be helpful with myself and others, there's not a lot of point in it. So, for instance, I'm not interested in reading other people's minds. But I've known people that were interested in using psychic powers to predict the outcomes of uh, sports events and to make money on them and things like that. So And also to control and manipulate people in ways that are, of course, unloving. So none of that is helpful. And we're interested in being truly helpful. In paragraph 2 of chapter 25 in the Manual for Teachers, it says, There are many psychic powers that are clearly in line with this course. So... That's good news that there are many psychic powers that are in line with this course. So it's time for me to take a break, and we'll come back and talk about this uh, after the break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're talking about developing psychic powers on A Course in Miracles, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk on unity.
0: For tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Hey
1: there, welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're talking about psychic powers and talking about how there are many psychic powers that are clearly in line with A Course in Miracles. It says, and this is Manual for Teachers, Chapter 25, Paragraph 2. It says, Communication is not limited to the small range of channels the world recognizes. If it were, there would be little point in trying to teach salvation. It would be impossible to do so. The limits the world places on communication are the chief barriers to direct experience of the Holy Spirit, whose presence is always there and whose voice is available but for the healing. So think about Helen Schuchman hearing the voice of Jesus, and how does she hear that? She heard that through her intuition. You could say that that was a psychic power. For me, I, I prefer there's, a, that there's a distinction between psychic and intuitive, uh, but, um, Jesus is making that distinction, uh, and, uh, But I I find it helpful to think of reading from the fourth dimension of thought, which is all the thoughts that anybody's ever had, whereas intuition is more reading what actually is versus what people think about it. So intuition is actually connecting to the source versus thoughts about life. So it says here, when we put limits... when the world places limits on communication, these limits are placed out of fear. For without them, without the limits, the walls that surround all the separate places of the world would fall at the holy sound of the Holy Spirit's voice. Who transcends these limits in any way is merely becoming more natural. And this is something I speak a lot about, about, Our natural state, our natural gifts and talents. I find it so helpful to remember that our natural state is perfect. And in uh, my, I think it was today, sometimes I, I get lost in time and space. I can't remember where I am. I think it was today, the blog I wrote this morning was about Oh, and yesterday, I am statements and I am affirmations. That uh, using the I am statement, I am perfect, and using that as my affirmation, I've just been loving it. I am perfect. I am perfect. I am perfect. Try it out, see how it feels, and you might be interested in reading that. That. Uh, Spiritual Espresso I wrote about using affirmations. So that was for Monday, uh, September 12th. And it says here, we're, we're becoming more natural when we transcend the perceived limits of communication. Start to open up the communicative powers of our mind. It says, when we're doing that, we're doing nothing special. And there's no magic in our accomplishments. That's people are very intuitive, or who have psychic abilities. There's a sense that they're special. And so then people aspire to have psychic abilities or intuitive abilities so that they will be special. And, of course, when we're traveling into the land of specialness, we're traveling into the land of ego, and that's not helpful to us. That's limiting to us. So just looking at and examining even, what's our intuition for? Is it to make us more special? Are we trying to cultivate our intuition in order to feel more special? If so, can we just let the idea for a need for specialness go? Give it to the Holy Spirit for healing. In paragraph 3, it says, The seeming new abilities that may be gathered on the way can be very helpful. Given to the Holy Spirit. So when we give our talents to the Holy Spirit, and they're used under the Holy Spirit's direction, They are valuable teaching aids. I've certainly found that to be true of my intuition. It's a valuable teaching aid. It's it's a valuable learning tool and a teaching tool for me. And uh, it says here, to this, the question of how they arise is irrelevant. The only important consideration is how they are used. So consider this. If you really like to develop your intuition, and I honestly feel it's one of those wisest things we can make the decision to do, instead of trying to figure out how, allow. Of course, that's what I always say, right? You don't need to figure out how, just allow. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. Oh. Even that just feels so much easier than trying to figure out how. And the how of it rests largely on opening our hearts and minds to the flow of love and giving up limiting thoughts, thoughts of lack, attack, limitation, and separation, clearing the mental and emotional clutter. That's what's helpful to us in developing our intuition, Because if we're already convinced of our opinions and judgments, if we already think we know how things should be and shouldn't be, then, hey, what do we need intuition for? What do we need the Holy Spirit for? We've already made up our mind. So when we've made up our minds like that, then our mind is not open to the Holy Spirit to guide us. It says here. Taking the the talents, the we could say psychic powers, the intuition as ends in themselves, no matter how this is done, will delay progress. If our goal is to develop our intuition just so that we can be more intuitive, that's actually going to delay our progress. But if we give our gifts and talents to the whole Spirit to be used for the highest and best purposes, that will speed us along in developing our gifts and talents, whatever they are. It says their value doesn't lie in proving anything achievements from the past unusual attunement with the unseen or special favors from god so the value of our intuitive abilities our psychic abilities does not lie in achievements from the past unusual attunement with the unseen or special favors from god right so let's not make ourselves special for or Our gifts and talents, whatever they are. Could be intuition, could be psychic powers, like I said before, could be you're a really great cook, a really great gardener, or you have a great singing voice, or you're brilliant at math. Whatever it is, give it to the Spirit for the best use, to benefit all beings. It says, God gives no special favors, and no one has any powers that are not available to everyone. only by tricks of magic or space. This use for magic is useless to the Holy Spirit. So if we're using psychic powers or intuitive abilities for magic, in other words, to make something happen, to... Uh, improve things in the world, to uh, make money, to make feel important, to do anything that really is about changing the world versus changing our mind. And we've gone into tricks and magic. So it says, What the Holy Spirit uses cannot be used for magic. There is, however, a particular appeal in unusual abilities that can be curiously tempting. Here are strengths which the Holy Spirit wants and needs, yet the ego sees in the same strengths an opportunity to glorify itself. Strengths turned to weakness are tragedy indeed. Yet what is not given to the Holy Spirit must be given to weakness. For what is withheld from love is given to fear and will be fearful in consequence. Wow. Strength turned to weakness are tragedy indeed. So our strengths are can be our gifts and talents. If we're using them for ego to get something, to get applause, to get appreciation, to get recognition, to get validation, to get money, to get power, rather than to be of service. It's that simple. Give everything to to the Holy Spirit to use to be of service. That's the path of happiness that I have found take all my gifts and talents, take everything I have. I love the prayer of Joel Goldsmith in Thunder of Silence where he says, take my health, take my wealth, take everything and give me only more you. Let me not make of you God my messenger boy. Everything I have, take it and use it All I'm interested in is more God, more God, more God. That awakening, that atonement, that's all we're interested in. So every use of our gifts and talents is to be truly helpful. To be that loving presence, that helpful presence to wake up and rise above the illusion. If we're using our gifts and talents, whatever they are, whatever they are, to get stuff, to validate us, to improve our stature, to be special, then we're just going down the same old ego road. Um, Let's stay on the high road and stay off the low road. (laughs) So... When our strengths, our gifts and talents, are given to the Holy Spirit for use, they are strengths indeed. When we take our strengths and we use them to be special, to get stuff, then our strengths become our weaknesses. So I'm going to invite you right now just to see is there any place in your life where you've proved that? Is there any place in your life where you've taken your gifts and talents and you could say you've prostituted them, maybe not in a sexual way, but you've sold your ta- gifts and talents for money and you your strengths, and then it turned to weakness. It did not turn out well. And this could be true for anyone. Uh, like I, I've, I worked many years as an administrative assistant, and so it's possible to use any kind of a gift or talent you have in a way that um, you're selling yourself for money. That's why I say it was a huge turning point in my life when I made the decision not to work for money anymore, but to work only for love. Now think about it when I made that decision I was being paid an hourly wage I was being trading time for money but I decided I'm not going to do that anymore I'm going to keep doing the same work I'm doing but I'm not going to do it for money anymore I'm going to do it only for love which didn't mean I was refusing the paycheck but I just I flipped a switch in my mind and said I'm doing this as an opportunity to share love, not just to get money. And it it transformed my life. It really did. It it was that switch I flipped that allowed me to really move into ministry. Now, it says here, paragraph 5 of this chapter 25 in the Manual for Teachers, Even those who no longer value the material things of the world may still be deceived by psychic powers. As investment has been withdrawn from the world's material gifts, the ego has been seriously threatened. It may still be strong enough to rally under this new temptation to win back strength by guile. I think one of the most helpful things to me is that uh, when I was uh, in ministerial school and uh, studying with Michael Beckwith, he told stories of recognizing certain, we could say, psychic powers or gifts that he realized he had and opportunities to explore psychic phenomena. And he said that he realized that there was no value to exploring psychic phenomena because it wouldn't make him any more awake. But he could see the ego temptation to play in psychic phenomena and in discovering those kinds of psychic experiments uh, that it could learning to bilocate and to uh, pop out of your body and be able to stand over your body and see your body and travel in other dimensions. He said he realized that there was really no real benefit to any of that, and so he decided not to experiment with it anymore. And I'm so grateful that I heard him say that because when I heard him discussing it, I realized, you know what, that makes perfect sense to me. And so I never got interested in psychic phenomena. And so I've just stayed my course with I'm interested in waking up, I'm interested in being completely loving. I'm interested in being truly helpful and accepting the atonement for myself and having fun, living a beautiful life, being of service, and being of service to the light with my whole life. That's what I'm interested in. And that has been not only incredibly joyful, but deeply healing and helpful to me and it also was the end of my my experience of really living in uh, steeped in lack and limitation thinking it's interesting how these things go together so back to paragraph 5 it says the ego will may still be strong enough to rally under this temptation to experiment with psychic phenomena in order to win back strength by guile. Guile is manipulation. It's as many people have not seen through the ego's defenses here, although they are not particularly subtle. Yet, given a remaining wish to be deceived, deception is made easy. So sometimes when a person is really interested in psychic phenomena they're interested in being deceived they're interested still in being special and haven't we seen that in special in spiritual teachers that they still would like to be special I definitely, I had a lot of that when I was teaching uh, at the beginning. I didn't feel special enough, so I was interested in feeling special. Now, I'd rather be helpful than special, because I know that being special, it's just going to come back and hit me on the head. So I'd rather not go for special anymore. It says... Now the power, the psychic power, the intuitive power, is no longer a genuine ability. When we're when we're trying to be special, it's no longer a genuine ability, and cannot be used dependably. It is almost inevitable that unless the individual changes his mind about the purpose of his gifts and talents, he will bolster his powers' uncertainties. With increasing deception. So then what happens when we're going for the special? I'm so special because I'm so psychic or so intuitive. Then we're going to start bolstering uh, our sense of of how powerful we are, how special we are. We're going to be grasping for things to make it seem real. We're going to build stories around it. It's just going down a huge... Path of ego detour. So, how do we avoid all of that? Let's go back to the beginning and the question that the name of the chapter asks Are psychic powers desirable? Rather than really determining our psychic powers desirable, what is desirable? What is desirable is to know our true identity. To discover our natural state of perfection and to live in our naturalness. That's what's desirable. If it is helpful to me to become psychic or intuitive or anything like that, or to develop any gift or talent along the way, singing, dancing, drawing, cooking, whatever is the gift or talent that I can cultivate. To be more helpful, to be more joyful, to be in service to the Spirit. Holy Spirit, show me how to develop it. Lead me and guide me to developing it. Is one talent better than another? No. The world certainly admires people who have tremendous uh, creative talents, but I gotta say, in my lifetime, I've met people who were extremely talented, who their whole relationship to their talent was through the ego, and they were not happy, and they were not in service to God, and they were having all kinds of painful learning experiences related to their gifts and talents. Also, I've known people who had a multiplicity of kinds of talents, not just what seems like creative talent or artistic talent, all kinds of talents. But if they don't put it to use for the Spirit, it doesn't lead to their joy and happiness. It doesn't lead to their awakening. So let's just give all of our talents and abilities, all of our health and our wealth, give our whole mind and every ability we have to the Holy Spirit for its use in leading us to remember our naturalness, our natural state is perfect love. I am perfect and I am grateful to know it is so. Yes, indeed. Wow. Yes. You know, I'd like to uh, close us out here and mention a few things that are coming up and going on. Uh, Later this week, I'll be in Germany. This weekend, I'll be in Frankfurt, Germany. And uh, then the week after, I'll be in Australia. If you go to the events page at jenniferhadley.com, you can discover all those workshops. I'm going to be doing workshops on inspiration and intuition. I'm going to be doing workshops on freedom from fear, and a number of different things. I'd love to see you in person. So uh, maybe you have a friend in Germany or Australia, you can direct them to the website. And uh, I think most of these workshops are being done on a love offering or a low cost. And let me just say, no one's going to be turned away for lack of funds. That's for sure. (laughs) No when i'm in the room and uh so i'd love to just uh, gather as many people as possible to do this deep healing work together it's so much fun and then in uh, october i've got two retreats in north carolina at the art of living retreat center in boone north carolina it's going to be leaf peeping season so the leaves are turning we're going to be up in the blue ridge mountains It's going to be gorgeous and spectacular. We've got a wonderful retreat center. I just love it there. And I invite you to come and join us. We've got Living a Course in Miracles retreat, October 7th to 10th. It's a weekend retreat. And then the following weekend, Forgive and Be Free retreat. Come on down. We've got payment plans. We can help you out. Love to have you there with us. And then in November, there's a few things. There's a Spiritual Counseling Training Intensive. You can do that for CEUs or continuing licensing units. If you're a professional and if you are not a professional, you're welcome to come and we can support you developing those skills, those gifts and talents, and seeing if a spiritual career and spiritual counseling is something that's for you to develop at this time and how we can help you. Then uh there's also the self-love and extreme pampering retreat in Thailand. Uh and uh, we're going to be doing some sightseeing in Bangkok. Then at the end of the year, beginning of the new year, New Year's Reboot Retreat with me at The Art of Living Retreat Center in North Carolina once again. So lots of opportunities for us to do the deep healing work. We just did extraordinary work here in Salisbury, England. And it's been a really, truly miraculous time of healing for everyone. Just extraordinarily healing and nourishing to be together. So I invite you to come join with me again soon. Also, uh, the again, the radio show is... At listener-supported radio, you can make a donation at JenniferHadley.com or at com. The tax deductible donation supports all the radio shows being transcribed, and we really appreciate your donations now. <sighs> I'm going to say a, a brief prayer here, so let's place our hand on our heart and give thanks. We're giving thanks that... We're giving all of our gifts and talents to the higher Holy Spirit self for the use of spirit. We're grateful and thankful to dedicate ourselves to being truly helpful. We are willing and available to know ourselves as intuitive, intuitive loving, and free. We're sharing the benefits with everyone. Grateful and thankful to know it is so. We let it be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Mwah! Next week, I'll be in Germany. Love you.
0: Thank you for tuning in to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Join us every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Central for more tools and insights into how to express your beliefs from moment to moment, every day, in every way. A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by JenniferHadley.com, a global resource providing tools, insight, and support for those seeking to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Online at www.JenniferHadley.com.